hello welcome back to delicious tears i am your host for the next 30 60 minutes the solution and make sure you're following us on all the different platforms out there uh, from breaker to itunes to apple music whatever it is they're using google music uh, spotify you name it i am getting listeners from all over and i truly appreciate you all who are tracking down and stumbling upon this podcast because you are what make it i'm just the voice and i'm glad a lot of you like what i hear if you don't like what you hear but you still listen in i'm cool with that too so today's topic is has feminism ruined dating and relationships because you do have feminists they're in relationships so let's roll into it this came about off a conversation i had with someone and um he and i were were chopping it up about this and uh, i said you know something i'm I'm going to do some research on this one so i can talk on it and um i went out to youtube and i stumbled upon a young lady Um, i'm not going to mention her name because i don't want to murder it and she basically debunks a lot of the feminist stuff how it's, it's not really helping a lot of women in the marriage they thought it was it's actually a deterrent it's 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 had negative uh basically negative uh, results for a lot of women when it comes to the dating arena you know she kind of fell into a lot of the key points that i was going into and it was kind of shocking to hear a woman going you aren't engaging in this for what you think you are so one of the points that she came across was, and I said this, um, you know, I'm all for quality. I am. But you have to understand that men and women are just different. There are things that we obviously can't do. You, that, you know, the whole thing, anything you can do better, I can be better than you. No, you can't. It's, it, remember the, the movie? You know, it, it doesn't really work that way. Now, my thing is, if you want to try it out, try it try it and if you succeed and you realize you can do it move forward with it but there there are clearly differences in us that make us who we are and it has to be that way because it's great for those of us in society who who like the differences um you know that's it's nothing wrong with that okay i i can't say there's just things that women should be doing in the workplace i'm not going to say that i'm going to say try it out you might not be the woman for it, okay? That might be another woman who could do that, but it ain't for you, okay? It's another point that she put out that I agree with. A lot of the, the hardcore feminists, they don't want equality. They want superiority. They, they want to impose that they're just flat out better than you, and they should be doing these things and not you. It's almost a power grab, and she said that. That's not going to work in a relationship, ladies. It's not where you're constantly competing with your mate for dominance within the relationship dominance in the relationship is flat out toxic whether a man is doing a woman is doing it does not work you can't do that so if you're looking for dominance and superiority why are you trying to get involved in the relationship well i know what that is you're looking for you know a beta yes yes honey yes yes i'll do that all right then you get tired of him because you're gonna run all over there's no challenge involved can't do this and you know really search for an, an advantage in the relationship. I mean, you can't go out there saying, um, you know, 
I'm better than you. And I, I talked about in one of the, uh, the, the earlier podcasts, the leading with your your accolades, your achievements, and stuff like that. So just leading with your personality. It's not going to work. It's kind of like having two alphas on a team. They have to figure out how to work, or somebody has to go. Okay, somebody has to go. You can't have an alpha male and alpha. It's just gonna be arguing and dissension all the time. It's not gonna work. You gonna be lonely, all right? You can complain about being lonely because you need to find a guy that's going to, you know, kiss your butt and everything else along with it, all right? He, he's not. You don't want to be challenged to be better because you're already coming in saying I'm better, all right? So that that concept of feminism does not work, all right? It's it's you you can't demand. Uh, protection then seek superiority in that case you don't need protection that's that's one of the things i wanted to talk about as well um the catchphrase is we aren't protected all right and it's coming out of the mouths of some feminists all right if you're claiming to be superior to men in relationships and uh, you know interactions and stuff like why are you demanding protection if you're just as good I don't understand that part. All right. That's not a feminist behavior. You don't need us, remember? So why are you demanding protection? So like I've said before, you can't cry victim when it's convenient for you. You can't turn this off and on. Either you're you're about this or you're not. All right. And that's the whole thing with the Gloria Steinem thing, that this uh, red stocking movement that occurred. This went beyond suffrage, okay, and women's rights and stuff like that. That's beautiful. I'm all for that, all right? Everybody should be able to vote, and everybody should be treated equally. But the premise is is that everybody can't do everything. We're just not equipped to do everything. You, you really expect to find five foot eight guys and put them on a pro basketball team and expect for them to play, you know, you know under the rim effectively. No, they aren't equipped to do that. All right? You can't expect them to dunk. Very few of them will be able to dunk. I, When I was really, you know, active and stuff like that was playing, I could almost touch the rim. Okay? I had hops, but I was not, you know, that uh, athletically able to dunk a basketball. I could get up there. It shocked a lot of people. But the expectation was like, you're not going to put me in the center of the power forward. I'm not tall enough. I'm not equipped to handle that role. You're going to put me on a perimeter. Okay? That's just the way it works. You, know, you, you got to work within your abilities. That's it. It's, it's not a superiority thing. And this even goes for men. If you're going into a relationship to exert dominance over someone, you need to be by yourself. Flat out. Women, if you're going into a relationship to exert dominance over someone, man or woman, depending on how you live your lifestyle, it's not going to work because it is an, an element of uh, denigrating behavior and putting that person down. It's not going to work. It, it just it doesn't make sense. All right, it doesn't make sense. So the tie into this is I'm seeing a lot of things where the high school behavior of some women is showing and what I mean by that is this is actually be a separate topic by the way is how 
can you chase bad boys until you're in your 40s or till you're 40 then realize "Ah, I guess it's time for me to slow down no yeah let me find a good guy then you're mad because none of these good guys that have been out there all this time want you because they watched you just be too free with yourself for far too many years and what have come out what has come out of that is between you and your current situation and i can say this i actually lived this for a moment so to, to give you a little backdrop in high school i wasn't that popular popular at all i was kind of on the fence because i moved within what people like to call the nerd element the smart kids that was about their academics i moved freely amongst them then i also played sports but i didn't play the traditional attention getting sports i stopped playing football because i kept getting hurt and i switched to just focusing on running because I, I saw the team i played for i said i have no future um, on the collegiate level at the size i am and with the lack of success that this team is generating i'm just playing to be playing at this point um yeah, I'm going to switch to something that's going to garner me a scholarship. I was a better runner. Clearly, you saw that on the football field. But my team, that my school did not have a track. So no one saw me compete. The girls who saw me compete were the female team. They were the ones that saw me compete. So I'm coming back to school. We had a thing. We wore our medals, uh, you know, that Monday or the next day after the meet. If it was a Thursday or something like that, we we showed people, you know, hey, we were successful. You wore your your hardware, as we said. Um, and a lot of people didn't understand, like, why we were walking around with these medals clanking, and no one said a word. I mean, the football players wore their jerseys. You know, the basketball players wore their warm up top before, uh, you know, their games. And that was our thing. We didn't wear our uh, our tank tops. Our racing singlet, as you call, you know, before me to school. We came back with the hardware. That's what we did. So with that, that actually uh, stymied my popularity, if you will. And, and by my my sophomore year, then my so I just realized like I'm I'm not going to be that guy. I'm okay with that. All right, I'm fine with that. I was happy with being able to straddle the fence with the athletes and. Um, move freely amongst the academics and I preferred to be with the academics because it actually uh, it opened way more doors than sports you know believe it or not with that um, the, the popular young ladies um, it was a lot going on let's take let's go down the the uh, let's go down the rabbit hole for a second and this should be a topic in itself so I'm gonna give you a prelude a lot of teenage girls were, uh, they would call it dating, you know, in relationships with grown men in high school. And either it was hidden from the adults, a blind eye was turned, or was just the norm in the challenge environment we grew up in. So think about that for a second. These young ladies are operating under the premise that we develop and mature faster than you. 
because of anatomics, you know, excuse me, anatomy and menstrual cycles. So we enter womanhood before you enter manhood. They ran with that. But the one thing that they could not prove nor admit, and it was easily proven, that mentally they were not on the level of grown women. No matter how much they postured and posed and tried to conform and mimic the behaviors of grown women, they failed because they had no experiences to relate to it. They were just going off what they observed. And if they were really observing grown woman behavior, they would avoid getting themselves involved in that. They would saw like, okay, this is manipulation. Okay. I'm being shaped and customized by this grown man. Now, they're grown in the legal sense. The, these guys that I saw were early 20s. And I mean, they went to proms. Okay. And my whole thing was, in a nutshell, how I viewed it, they were lame. And they still are lame if they're engaged because this does happen. I'm thinking back when I was in my early 20s and I was 19. I'm legally a man. I'm an adult. High school girls did absolutely nothing for me. They were they were basically a step down because like I've already done that. All right, I'm past that. Let's talk about these collegiate women. Okay, let's talk about these professional women. Okay, young ladies. You still have a curfew. What am I going to do with you? I get to move freely. I'm on my own. I'm doing my thing. You can't. I, I should not have to explain why you're with me and you can't do certain things because you're not old enough. So think about that for a second. So what was happening was these young ladies were, were basically uh, moving amongst the ranks, the groups, the crews of these guys due to popularity or how free they were with their bodies and the things that were afforded to them once this happens and they're truly adults now they're they're on their own at 18 19 they're they're working they're in college or whatever and these kids come out of these situations and they're young so let's fast forward 10 15 years later matter of fact let's fast forward to 18 to 20 years later I had the very unique situation of returning back home and being socially available to these same women okay not saying they all would necessarily there at once but the same females who were aware of these things going on were there and some of them actually expressed some interest and I remembered you know 17 16 year old me who looked like he was 12 13 year old at the time so I get it I was not of interest to you unless I could help you with your homework or keep you from failing but now you you got a lot of luggage got a lot of baggage things haven't gone right for you now I'm a catch I'm a steal okay and I'm like no actually I'm not I'm still the same guy alright 
I just didn't do the, the stuff that you were interested in. Okay, I was a square. But now you realize the street guys have done nothing for you. 99.98% of the time. But use and abuse you. So now you need a, uh, a good guy. A square. Alright, so I'm going to quote um, the rapper Slim Thug. In, in regards to Russell Wilson and Sierra Wilson. Their, uh, their marriage and how she uh, chose him and got with him, if you will. So Sierra, you know, she was involved with the rapper future, the mumble rapper future. And, um, of course, that relationship ended and they had a child together. In comes Seattle Seahawks quarterback, Russell Wilson, who, given by his style of dress and how he carries himself, idiots would call him a square. Not me. Even when Russell was at NC State playing quarterback and playing baseball, and he uh, did grad transfer to the University of Wisconsin, I said, that guy is going to be successful. Because all of the physical knocks they put on him, he was basically killing those misconceptions about this man. Everybody that said, oh, he's not tall enough. Uh, he can only play outside the pocket. He needs a really good line and a running game to protect him from his shortcomings and stuff like that. He can't see over the line. I think Russell is uh, 5'11", and they say that's generous. He may be 5'10". But talented is all get out. The Seahawks, they took him. They let him develop for a year, and he has gotten busy. Now, I don't care how that man carries himself uh, in a social setting where he doesn't come off as a little edgier. No, he doesn't have to. Okay, he's accomplished. At one point, he was one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Still is, I'm not mistaken. So, when Sierra realized, like, you know something, these uh, these inner, these singers and rappers aren't really benefiting me on a, uh, an intimate, well, excuse me, on a personal and um, maturation as a woman level. Let me take a look at this Russell Wilson guy who has expressed interest. And what's pathetic was that Future took shots at him continuously and Russell just ignored it. I mean, dude, he's taking care of your son, right? Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. If if you were that concerned what she was doing and what your son was doing, you would have gotten custody. So just, yeah, anyway. <sighs> My heart pumps frozen peanut butter for dudes like that. So, they get married and Slim Thug decides to say I don't see what she's doing with him basically he's a square what does having to be a street dude have to do with being a good dude okay that street dude does not offer you much protection actually he puts you in danger you need to be protected from him because of the things he's bringing into your, your environment alright she doesn't have to worry about rat beef with Russell Wilson. Only she has to worry about is her husband getting hurt at work. That's it. That's it. He got hurt on the job. Is it career ending? No. May it hurt his next contract? Possibly. But he's still good. He's not going to be taken out because of the way he makes his money and the company it keeps. That's not Russell Wilson, but he's a square. He's a good guy. So, after she realized the streets had gotten a hold of her, she's able to go in the house. A lot of you 
need to go in the house. All right. You know, you're for the streets. You need to go in the house quicker. So back to me, I'm back home in my hometown and now I'm around females. I hadn't seen in 20 years who had no interest in me. And suddenly you're like, oh, that's him. Oh, wow. He actually grew up. Oh, wow. I always liked you. You know, I just was, I don't know. Well, um, you know, you weren't worried about me. No, you weren't worried about me. Because the description for me was, oh, him, the solution, because I'm not going to say my government name on here. Nice guy, cute, kind of small, which I was. But the grades were on point. I had none of that stuff. I just was a shorter, smaller guy. And I was very unassuming. I had no edgy side to me it was no reason i was fine with being myself i was fine with being myself i was okay with that but now i'm back and i'm around these young ladies and i could feel it like hmm, dang i probably should have said something to him wow he actually turned out all right and i actually heard that you actually turned out i was like wow See, here's the thing that also made me interested. To, to truly garner the interest of certain women who are on a, a, a glide path to having long-term relationships and something of value with a man and views him in his entirety, whether his flaws, he's, he's overcoming them, they, they aren't basically the total sum of who he is, it, it's part of his character, and he's on this upward trend of bettering himself and doing well they're not worried about any of that stuff they're not now the humbling part of it was a um a female friend of mine back then she said you just were quiet you did your thing you weren't trying to grab numbers anything like that you just were fine in your element being who you were it didn't matter to you it didn't and our funny story is that i actually tried to talk we actually did talk briefly in what do we call this ghosting now she kind of vanished on me and basically the upperclassmen got a hold of her no harm no foul we're still cool all right we're still cool and i joked about that so you know looking back on everything she's like yeah you know that's pretty much what happened and everything and we're we're fine it was no uh man you, you dissed me this is it was none of that i mean we were young you know we we're young young teens it didn't matter this is high school you got four years and people are going to come and go and drift and all that stuff and everything it's fine but to to see the end result of a lot of those young ladies who were involved with those grown men and i know had i set them down and asked them if you could go back in time and say you know something i'm going to stick to these boys in my age group and not be uh enamored and manipulated by these grown men who have one sole intent would you do that because they buy some shoes take them out to eat pick them up let them ride around the car take them to the amusement park and they know what those young ladies got to do you got to pay up so over the years you've been paying up quite a bit now you realize i have nothing to show besides some kids who might be fatherless and now nobody's interested because i'm coming with too much stuff that was preventable when i was younger but i thought i was grown and that nerd, that square, this guy's got his stuff together. I need that guy now. I'm ready for him. No, you're not. You're not even in his league anymore. He doesn't want, he, he's not going to get involved in a reclamation project because 
you're hoping that he fixed you and he can fix your reputation from being far too out there. Now, ladies, guys can have that problem too. If he's been known to uh, be a little too friendly, he's got a lot of kids out there. All right, most women don't want to take that on because of the drama factor that's going to be expected. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Okay, his finances, a good portion of his finances are accounted for. His time, you're not going to want to take that on. And a lot of men, they they see the wall too, as we like to talk about it. They've had all their fun and they look back and like that. I don't have much to show for besides a lot of kids a lot of kids that you may not be responsible for but you know something shout out to the young fathers who were having far too much fun and they have quite a few kids and those kids are flourishing because it might have taken him a little while to get on the path that he needed to to take care of his kids and I know a couple of these guys, they got it right. And they're starting to see the fruit of their effort. And I, I know these these men struggled early on because they were young. Right? They had made decisions. They 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 just went to a lot of things with ignorance and poor decisions. And they got it right in their second phase. So my hat's off to you guys. We don't talk about that enough. Uh, the the young men who uh, you know made decisions that impact them later on. There's children involved. And they're, they're doing well. The children are thriving and they're successful. That's your legacy. We put a lot of emphasis on the women because the child is typically in the house with them. So to my, my non-custodial fathers, who are their kids are in their 20s now and they're doing well because you were active. You might not have been as active as you should have been early on, but you figured it out later on. And they love you more for it. So like I said, salute to you. But back to this. Um, you know, some of us, we, we have all the fun. We're in the streets and everything. And we realize that our bodies are breaking down and it's time. All right. It's time for me to get married. It's time to make an honest woman. out. And sometimes you're just not ready. All right. Maybe you tried it earlier. It didn't go so well for you. So you're a little apprehensive. about it. You, you come across women with ulterior motives. You come across women who they've never been married before. So they're in a hurry pressure gentlemen do it when you're ready do it when you're ready and we know the slow walk if you aren't familiar with the term slow walk slow walking is this you really don't place a title nor tell the person your intentions with them what you do is let things progress and move forward because there's nothing going wrong there's no friction and these titles and these elements within the relationship have been assumed and eventually it comes to sword or it's been, you know, months, whatever it is. And go, uh, you might as well. You kind of de facto are that anyway. And you know, that's what she was doing from the start. She wanted to lock you down. You just had to basically submit and commit. <laughs> that's it. So hopefully that's a good woman and you're prepared for that. And, you know, that's it. You had your fun. That's that. And even let's, let's look back when I say the, the women hit the wall. Once you've had your fun, you've been to Miami, you've been to Freaknik, you've been to Black Bike Weeks, the Kappa and all that stuff. And you realize, what do I have to show for that besides a questionable reputation? And now I got guys like, eh, yeah, she's fun. but mm-hmm. So now you got to move away. You got to move to Atlanta. You got to move to Dallas. So your reputation isn't there. Anymore. You don't have to uh, explain 
hopefully the guy that you're with is like, oh, dad, that's what you used to do? Well, that was in the past. But fellas, trust and belief. Your past will be a factor with her. All right. So look, it, it's you got to you got to pace yourself. You can't be in a hurry for something you're not ready for. You, you got to understand you have done far too much because you're seeing older women engage in the behaviors of these 20 something females on social media because they feel like that's their competition that I still got it. These little young girls ain't got nothing. So you're, you're doing things so you can still be appealing, but it's a bad look. And that's part of the wall. Okay. A, a, a grounded man. I need to do a episode on that too. What a grounded man is. He's going to handle you as such. You might be in a relationship with him, but he's not going to go any further because over time he's going to see that you're still doing the same things, just on a different level. All right, you're still clamoring for the attention. You're just not out there at the events. You're still carrying it like you're the it girl. All right, you're you're in your 40s now. None of that stuff matters anymore. None of that stuff matters. But now you're placing demands on a man who's saying, "I'm not ready to do that yet." whatever so think about that like i said um if you want to leave as we close this out you want to leave a topic for me there's a, a little feature on anchor where it allows me to get a voice message from you and it's basically an anti-troll feature i can't stand troll. i can only hear this and only you can hear it all right i can't send you a voice message back but i'm going to hear it if you got comments you got a suggestion about a topic and things like that that's great but keep it positive you know you're being negative and your feelings are hurt and all that stuff. I'm going to ignore you, right? I told you, souls will be touched on delicious tears. <laughs> Yum. They will be touched. You can get past all these topics we talk about by doing what, as I always say. Just be a good human. Be a better human. All right? Strive to be better. Fix everything. Thank you. I'm out here till next time.